going live. <laughs> you sound like a Muppet or a Sesame Street. <laughs> Rubber Ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber Ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. That's nice. That's the beginning of the podcast. Yep. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it was uh, it was beautiful. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? It's not easy being green. <laughs> Good lord. When life is the color of It's all leaves. the time we have, folks. Good night. Now let's hear your Crypt Keeper impression. No, I'm not doing Crypt Keeper. Uh-uh. No. Try it. I can't. I can't. My voice None of, none of us I, can. We all have I deep can't. voices. Let's yeah, my, my throat will explode if I try to do that. Yeah. Too, too many balls to get that high. Yes! He does a lisp, like a drawn out with a lisp at the end. You can only do that if you're a Frank Welker. I'm pretty sure Frank yeah. Welker could pull that off. Frank Welker's a guy you look up and you're like, oh, he's in 600 movies because he does... Yep. And he does old I animal just, noises. I just remember him as my favorite cartoons. He was Cobra Commander and Megat... Or no, Starscream. Starscream and Cobra Commander. And he's Nibbler on Futurama. Fun fact. Yeah, he does everything. Frank Welker. W-E-L-K-E-R. Yeah, I looked him up because yeah. I had no idea what you guys were how many How many things are on his acting? I, I don't know. I, I, I just wanted a picture, so oh. I could put a face to the name. Let's take a look. Let's yeah, go a to the scoreboard. While you're doing that, I'll pull up the theme song. Okay. And let's play the theme song while you're doing that. The following program contains scenes of violence, nudity, and mature subject matter. Parental discretion is advised. L-I-W. Tales from the Crypt. Review. Tales from the Crypt. Eh, it's getting better. By the way, by the way, Frank Welker has 853 oh, acting credits. I, I lowballed him by a couple hundred. I apologize, Frank Welker. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Acting credits. He has also soundtrack, music department, sound department, miscellaneous crew, self-credits, and archive footage credits. I th- Probably I th- about another 120 credits on top of that, yeah. 853. He's literally a guy where they go, I, I listen to the Futurama commentaries. It's one of my favorite shows. And they'll go, we needed a guy to do like a weird dog barking. And I just picked up my phone and immediately called Fro- Frank Welker. Everyone does that. That does, has to do animal noises. Like he's in real movies doing animal noises, not just cartoons. I wonder if he just has like an archive at this point that he just like sends them. Like he's, he's recorded all this shit for him and he just sends it, sends it to people. Whatever happened he's, to Michael Winslow? He's going to die at some point, and they're going to need that. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sure they have it saved now, but he still wants to get paid, so he shows up. Like, you never see Michael Winslow in anything anymore. He would do sound effects. I, it, that, that was his whole his whole shtick. Yeah. You never see him in anything. His were sound effects, and uh, I'm sure he's still working. Look up Police mm-hmm. Academy's Michael Winslow. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know the Spaceballs. name. Spaceballs. Yeah. We ain't found shit. It's my favorite line for that movie. <laughs> Man, we ain't found shit. It's the uh, bleeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. So, welcome to LIW Tales from the Crypt Review, episode 22, I believe. Yeah. Okay, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Jansen Carlin. And I'm Frank Lynx. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That confused the shit out of people. 
Dick is in uh, Dick is in Texas. He's deep in the heart of Texas. He's got that big di- dick in the heart he's of dick, Texas. He's dick deep in the dick of Texas. Yeah, damn right. He's visiting one of our film school friends, who just lost his wife. So uh, our heart uh, well, genuinely goes out to him. So uh, <laughs> I feel bad now. I won't make any uh, jokes there. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a strange. We got to that age where that might start happening now. Um. We watch. Need to get you a li- Should I get you a life alert for your birthday? Or no, if I fall down, just fucking leave me. Oh, okay. that's fine. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, at this point, who cares really? No, fuck it. Like nobody's gonna care. Nah. No, it, it, it gives a shit. His his back is broken. His shit's all fucked up. Like we don't even need him. You know. At this no, point. no. Yeah, I agree. We've got enough voice recording of him. We could just remake an AI version. Of yeah, him. It, it's gonna be like Frank Walker. Just just plug and play. He just. And it goes in there, and it's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And it, it does that, my voice. Can you, that, can you do that again? No, you can just play that, and it'll sound the exact same. Bullshit, oh, yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? So now you get those clips to play forever. And throw me in there, right. and nobody will notice. Uh, get those on a hotkey uh, ASAP. Yeah, I'll do that. Maybe I'll, since stream we talked deck. about having uh, the, the stream deck here play some clips, maybe that's what I'll put on there. <laughs> yeah, just random guttural noises coming out of your face. I'm Phoenix with baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just sound like you have downs. Yeah. All right. That's enough of that. So we watched 602, (laughs) only skin deep. Last week it was only sin deep. And now we're adding uh, K to the mix. And we got far (laughs) different results. (laughs) So my question is, I I didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode because I was gone. But um, what what was the consensus on that one? Was it trash or was it decent or did it hold up or anything? Middle of the road. Okay. Here, I thought this one pain, was yeah, painfully mediocre. Hold on, Jensen. Like hold on, Jensen. Was... Hold on. Oh, never mind. No, that's going to be our next segment. I'm glad you're mentioning God it, but damn. we're talking about last week real quick. It okay. was Leah Thompson is a prostitute, and a guy that owns a pawn shop steals her beauty, and yeah. she loses it in Thompson. ages. Naked. Nope, she Leah, wasn't naked. Leah Sorry. Thompson plus duck fuck. Look up that picture. Oh. Back to the Future, Back to the Mommy. Future Girl. It's yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's Lorraine from Back to the Future. Yeah, and uh, it was Adam middle of the road, right? It was, yeah, that one was middle of the road. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. There's some fun Same, scenes. Yeah. It reminded us of us that was Friday happy the Thirteenth. Thompson was in it. That's about it. Yeah. Were you on that Friday the Thirteenth episode, Jameson? <sighs> no. No, it was good. So, I missed two that weeks. That was Nick. That was Nick and. Uh, Oh. Dick to cat. Yeah. Okay. Place. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's very similar to that. Only that episode was better. Mm. Okay. So now we're 22 episodes deep in this show, and three episodes have been non Tales from the Crypt episodes, and we've done 19 episodes at this point. Mm-hmm. With that being said, um, I guess let's get into what we thought about this episode, and then we'll go into just general thoughts. And then we'll go into the plot because there's only three of us who so can actually talk about the plot. Sure. Um. Yeah, Jensen, you you said you want to. St- I mean, <clears throat> you guys said last week was fair, middling, whatever. I, I would say this one for me personally, probably about the same. It was good. I thought it would. It was a, a funky storyline. Obviously, reuse sets, all that bullshit, all the nonsensical bullshit that we care about, like reuse sets, crappy acting, you know terrible whatever this this and that i mean the storyline itself was what i expect from tales from the crypt and i thought it was decent i would give it a 
Probably a solid seven. Okay. Adam? I would give it a three out of ten. Because oh, wow. I, I like I liked it for about seventy percent and then the end decided, oh Boom. yeah, this is a this is a Tales from the Crypt episode. We have to just fucking end this. It, it just ah whatever, just this happens, that happens. No setup, no payoff, just bullshit. Because that's what made me mad about this one is that it starts off like it's going to have some kind of a story, structure, anything. And then it just goes, it just like, ooh, spooky, spooky, creepy shit happens. Here's some faces in a closet. The end. Fuck this episode. I said brief over. <laughs> that is brief. You, you gave away the ending. Just fucking yeeted that entire episode out of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, you sound very angry about this episode for some reason. I'm I'm with Jansen. Today, bud, you all right? I'm gonna go with six though. I, I'm gonna go right along with only Sin Deep. It was, I liked some of it. I thought it was well executed. William Malone directed this. He directed some terrible movies, but mm-hmm. if you look up William Malone, he directed like Fear.com. That Stephen. Oh, uh, that that explains it. Yeah. Uh. Fear.com. Now it now it all makes perfect sense. Let me look him up. He uh he directed Fear.com. He directed House on Haunted Hill. He did a an episode or two of um Freddy's Nightmares, three episodes. Two Tales from the Crypts, and Perversions of Science, a show we're also gonna cover on this. He um he did a Masters of Horror episode, and he hasn't directed a movie since Parasomnia back in two thousand eight. Apparently, so. his first credit is a movie called Holmes and Walston. Yeah. From 1975. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah, dude's been around. Uh, he makes absolute dog shit most of the time. Ah, I see you, Billy. Yeah. Everything he makes has interesting stuff in it. Like House of Haunted Hill, I think, is terrible, but there's some interesting stuff in there. And it makes you wonder what like... could he do if he had control of the movie, not just hire a director. Well, it seems like he's doing. He's, he's trying too hard to be artistic is what I'm seeing from like just the snapshots of what I'm looking through. Yeah. And it's just very little payoff. Yeah. His execution is garbage. I, and that's why it kind of worked in this episode for me. Like the shot where they show his eyeball and it shows the medicine bottle. Mm-hmm. That was a cool looking shot. That was the only real cool looking shot I got, but sorry. Uh, basic thoughts. Um, six <laughs> out of 10. Um, uh, yeah, it was middle of the road. There's stuff I really liked in here, and I was I was hoping for more, but I guessed the ending the second they introduced the character. Mm-hmm. And that well, it, I mean, it's your it's your classic douchebag needs to die story. I mean, right? So it's Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, it's it's uh, that's why he had that thing. It's it's revenge death bullshit. It it's dumb. It's dumb, but yeah, I didn't hate it. It's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. It's a dumb episode. Yeah, I mean, I mean, your first tip off is probably the the you know the um, the two fucking actors in the beginning. Obviously, the main guy who looks like what's his name? Something he looks Maloney? like Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, or, or what's his name? Maloney. Christopher Maloney. Christopher Maloney, and then we had like a Christopher Walken knockoff too, who like literally is his first few sentences. He's trying to sound like the guy. Yeah. And and do like his facial mannerisms. And you're like, man, stop. Yeah, it opens on a Halloween uh, party with this rockin' band whose name is Big Elf. Wow. As opposed yeah. to a little elf? Yeah. yeah. They're a giant elf. I don't know if you know that or not. So, but is their goal to be oxymoron? I think so, yeah. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Just wondering if that was but intentional. They were playing terrible music while these terrible people dance around. It's only white people. Only black guy was in the band. And our main character is dressed like a pirate. He's got a spooky, spooky Halloween uh, pirate vest on with two little skull and crossbones on the bottom. <laughs> and then he's got the you know he's got the typical red and white striped pants. And he's got like a Phantom of the Opera mask, but this half of his face. Why the fuck does a pirate cover his face like that? I've never seen that before in my life. Can we just talk about TV show costumes for a few minutes? Yeah. Can we do that? Because there's really nothing else to talk about with this episode. But uh, every movie and TV show has to be really obscure with their costumes so that they don't get any copyright infringement. Like, you can't just have somebody on a show show up dressed up as Batman because, I don't know, what is it, royalties? Or how does that work? Why, why Depends. I think the rule is like 80%. So okay. if there's 80%... Similar, that's fine. But anything mm-hmm. beyond that is uh So what you have original. is a party full of people wearing costumes that make zero sense at all. Like you've got, you know, a princess wearing a plague mask and, you know, uh, the pirate wearing fucking Phantom of the Opera mask. I mean, there's, there's, it, it just looks like somebody went in and raided a spirit Halloween store and just quick, everybody get dressed. You have 20 seconds. Now, go. Apparently, why don't you say it in the show? Oh, Adam was talking. I didn't want to talk over him, so I just sent it to you to see if you wanted to play it. <laughs> um, real quick, before I agree, Adam, it's it's always this like like if you watch any Roseanne, they always had Halloween episodes, and it's always the most generic stuff. Like they can't do like Buzz Lightyear or something like that. They have to do like Captain like Spaceman. Who wears... It's one step up from taking sheets and cutting holes in the eyes and putting it over your head. KKK? You know? No, the fucking ghost costume. Dude, it always comes back to that for you, doesn't oh. it? I swear to God, bro. Listen, dude. Ganson? <laughs> I can't deal with your shit tonight. <laughs> I, the second we hopped on, I made fun of him for wearing a, a non-Black Hawk stuff. And he goes, you guys always give me shit the second you guys hop on. <laughs> No matter what I'm wearing, they find something. You're wearing like Tampa Bay Lightning stuff. This, is, this yeah. is the brotherhood camaraderie, dude. It's all said with love. I hope you know that. Yeah. I know that. No ill intentions. Doesn't matter. Nothing I wear will ever please you guys. One of these days, I'm just going to show up wearing a dress and a wig, lipstick, and earrings. And yeah. See, that would please Phoenix. Like, That's the problem. Yeah, I would love they'll that. They'll probably say, you look nice today. Yeah. I'd be <laughs> like, damn, give me some of that. Adam, you want to hang out after the show? Um, maybe yeah. get a plane ticket? I don't I know. Give me your number, bro. Yeah. Get me back. Hey. What's up, man? Holla. You look pretty. I see those DSLs over here on this on this camera. Jansen, what did you just send me? Uh, so I just sent you, I, I, I'm not, I, I didn't do too much research on it. I just searched Big Elf. Yeah. And I found a music video from 2008. Um, it appears that they might have still been making music. Um, it, it appears to be the same kind of bullshit that I think they would come up with because of the, like, the first five seconds of the actual music video. So I don't know if you want to try to play it. I don't know if you care about getting shut um, down. But... It's YouTube. No. Yeah. I, I Should we just do it? Five seconds? Yeah. You do yeah, about five I would, say, seconds. I would say jump towards the middle or something. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to skip to one minute in. Oh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it right here because this, this is an evil-looking dude. Uh, let me let me see if I can do this. It's going to be yeah, stupid. Because it's going to be Jansen and I's window here, but let's let's do this. Okay. This is what I want to play right here because I saw this guy. Yeah. Okay, and that was Big Elf. 
<laughs> Nobody will ever take you seriously. I, if there was ever there was a band, if there's ever a band where you're guaranteed not to get laid by being in a band, it's that band right there. That's a that's a big problem. Yeah. Or EO. Let's take a quick look at their LFAO. I'm the lead singer of the house band from your mom's favorite bar. Yeah. We were in Tales from the Crypt. This one was in Tales to the Crypt back in 1991. Interesting. Apparently, they've played with Mike Portnoy, though. So that's Who the fuck is cool. Mike Portnoy? He's the drummer from Dream Theater. Like this super, Who the super fuck is Dream yeah, Theater? Like, wait, what? All right, dude. We can't talk anymore. I have to go. <laughs> There he goes. It's always a matter of time before he removes himself from the stream. <laughs> I removed him too. Who the fuck is Dream Theater? Never heard of him. I swear to God, if, if you just... I have to go. I have to go. <laughs> Do they open for sticks? <laughs> sticks and Ario Speedwagon? <laughs> My first concert ever was... Get this. This is a pretty good lineup for a first concert ever. It was at a... Uh, I'm from Ionia, Michigan, and it was the Ionia Free Fair. It's the world's largest free fair. And it was first band up, Foreigner. And I fucking loved it. Second band up, uh, Ario Speedwagon, and I fucking oh. hated them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Third band up, uh, um, Peter Frampton. And it was it was okay. I left. <laughs> first, first concert I ever saw was uh, Faith No More and Helmet. Do me a favor, play play the first 15 seconds of that video I just sent you. And then after the show, just listen to that entire album. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to melt your face. <sighs> Fucking fuck off. What's this? <laughs> Don't want to get banned. Okay. Uh, is there a singer? Right strike. Yeah. What's that? Is there a singer? There, there is, uh, but okay. not all of their songs have 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 vocals. So they they do a lot of instrumental stuff because the the players in this band are like fucking high level it doesn't doesn't matter it doesn't pertain to the podcast but you should listen to some of the music at some point it's pretty good i've seen them live in concert a couple times <laughs> not my kind of music look dude. on your face not my kind of music i that appreciate look on your face was the look on my face when, Wait, when so, my best... so <laughs> if music if music which is the entire point of everything that we're doing with it music right doesn't have vocals you don't like it no no i i don't like that kind of music like even with vocals um <laughs> That was that was literally one song, and you listen to like. I know. No, I, I'm going to listen to them more. I'm just saying, okay. based on that, I don't like that kind of guitar. It bothers me for some reason, but I can get past it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. That, that look that was on your face was a look on my face when when my best friend made me go to uh, go see uh, Rush. I'd never seen Rush before, and I was just Wait, like, oh. you got forced to go see Rush, and you're complaining about it. Yeah, I am. I didn't like it, man. It's not my thing. Neil Pert is dead, and you're sitting here disparaging his memory. Yeah, I am. How I, goddamn I'm dare guy. you? I'm that how, guy. I, I did. How I goddamn did dare you? I, I fucking did that just now. I did. I don't. Fuck. I couldn't. Couldn't right. stand it. I just get him out of here. He's fired. I'm a punk guy, so metal guitar. Yeah. Kind of bothers me. I don't like it. 
That's just me, though. It's an, acqu- but, it's an acquired it. taste. I like some metal, but yeah. This is my last little piece, and then we can move on from the topic, okay? They can actually play their instruments. I don't like it. <laughs> the drummer that is in this band will blow your fucking mind. If you do anything, just look up him and look up just a drum solo from him. It'll You've never seen anything like it. It's insane. Dude, I, I'm a Tool fan. Danny Carey from Tool. I, they're not going to... Okay, he's I, not going to be him. Don't, I don't disparage Tool at all. I'm just telling you, this guy, they're on different... Yeah, different... Pl- different. Okay. I mean, Trixie yeah. down at the corner will blow my mind, too, for about 20 bucks. No, I mean, the guy... Lorraine? I, I, I'm not good with names, so I'll say the guy, the, the drummer from Tool plays beats that I, I could never even wrap my head around. Danny like, Carey. Just, just watching him do it is fucking yeah. phenomenal, but the drummer from dream theaters fucking insane too yeah i'll check it out um okay. right on to the next I, i've literally never heard of them so this is my first time hearing of the band ever like most of the times i heard of it i don't don't really follow through with listening to it but this is my first time hearing of this band do you feel like you've crossed a life milestone now that you've discovered dream theater the last time i crossed a life milestone it's when he turned 30 no no that wasn't a milestone that was that was, uh, that was a speed bump. <laughs> no, that was a drum. Uh, that also speaking of music, since we're not going to talk about this episode that much, I yeah. spent it with my favorite band, Local H, my thirtieth birthday, and I got really. I think I told the story. I got really shit faced yep. with the band, and and yep. I don't consider that a milestone. Just uh, if I could watch the security camera in that bar in that club, I'd probably be really embarrassed if I had the capacity for embarrassment. But I don't. Uh, have that security camera, luckily. Only skin deep. Where do we leave okay. off? Um, he, oh, so he's sitting there and he's an asshole to the to the Abraham. The guy dressed like the guy that sounds like Christopher Walken is dressed like Abraham Lincoln. Has a little bullet hole exit wound here, and get it, spooky, spooky. He's he's edgy. You get him. He's, I'm sure he's a fun guy to talk to at a party. It's like writing face on your, or, yeah, on your See? book on your face and. Going as Facebook. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like, lady, oh. lady, sit here. I want to minimize was this. That, was You're that a the shit joke? Me. me or him? Him. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't a Frank joke. It, it was it's from the fucking office. What are we talking about here, dude? Oh, I'm sorry. Which episode? Wait, Adam, are you about to tell me you don't like The Office too? I'm no, I, I, uh, I only watched a couple of episodes of it. So <laughs> okay. All right, dude. Okay, dude. I'm done. I saw a handful of them. Yeah. The Office is one of the best comedies. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just yeah. said I only saw a couple of them. Yeah. That tells us what you thought, though, of those couple. Really? Stay calm, Jansen. <laughs> Which one? The European one or the one with Steve Carell? Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Nobody cares. That's about the one European. that I watched. Okay. The European one. I, I am. I like uh, British humor, but I cannot watch that show. No. Because they're trying to make it uncomfortable, and I go, "It's, uh, it's good job, cringe. You did it. yeah. It's cringe without the punchline. So at, at least with the American version, you get the cringe, but you get the punchline. It makes it fucking funny. And so punchline plus heart. I want yeah, some yeah, heart absolutely. in my comedy, and yeah. and you care about these characters. And then the the British office, I'm like, I don't give a shit about these people. Nope. Who cares? Anyway, um, unfortunately, <laughs> we have to talk about Tales from the Crypt. He's he talks to Abraham Lincoln. He fucks off to the corner, goes to the bar, hides his face again. And uh, his ex, who apparently he's fucking Loki. You guys are drinking at the exact same time. That was freaky. Um, me. His ex Loki walks up and she's like, "I 
you think I'm here and you, you can't beat me into loving you. And you know, as much as you want to beat me, and I know you strangled your ex. And he's he like, and he he uh, walks away, goes in the, another room. He's there by himself. It's everything that we're going to talk about. It takes place in the same set. They just redress it. Mm-hmm. He goes into the kitchen. He's getting something out of the fridge, and he he, see, he looks around, sees fucking the Marla singer of this episode. This episode is very Fight Club, and. She has like a white mask on, some like kind of. She looks like the Joker would be really fucking into her. She kind of looks like Rosie Harley Quinn, and she and the first thing I notice is her face. The makeup is pretty good. Yeah, and, but I'll, I'll give a credit for that. I did appreciate that makeup. Yeah. The, the mask she's wearing is super close to her face, where it looks like her face. So immediately you I was like, see where you can't see any lines or yeah. symmetry yeah, they, or anything. They blended it really well. It looks fuck. It looks like they. I'm guessing they put, like, a clay on her face and dried it or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know what they would have done to do that, but... I feel like it was probably, like, a latex paint. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like it's a latex paint. overlay of some sort. It was yeah. so in her skin. And so I was like, okay, that's her face. Mm-hmm. And then we had to sit here and watch as we're supposed to be surprised that that ends up being true. Right. But that didn't ruin the episode for me. <laughs> what did? What did was... Just kind of a blandness toward the end. The second half of the episode, I didn't really care for. It just kind of he peters around her house and looks for clues. He starts spazzing out way too soon. <laughs> yeah, there was one moment when we were all sucked into it. What part was that? So, oh, can someone else take over and kind of describe? He, it, it, we were sucked in after the party when when he when she took uh, him back to her whatever weirdo studio, fucking the paper house and fight club house. Yeah. Fight Club House. There you go. That, that that's a good analogy. Yeah, that we were invested in that, and then they go directly into a, a pretty pornographic sex scene where Jansen's wife walked in as he was watching it with us. <laughs> he called it too. I, I did. I said, "Listen, guys. I know. I know. I know that's perfect. My food's about to get delivered, and my wife's going to walk in here at the worst time. And sure enough, yep, sure enough, my wife's laughing. So oh, what's watching? What's what's going on here? The drummer from that porn. band, Jansen. Looks like Glenn Danzig mixed with Channing Tatum in the picture he just sent. Look up Glenn Danzig, two ends. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I see it. More Glenn Danzig than anything else. But... He looks like Channing Tatum a little bit in the eyes, in the like right in the face right here. Yep, yep, no, I see that. Okay, sure. yeah. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> it's freaky looking. The drummer's name is Mike Mangini for any of the podcasters who want to look it up. Well, from... here's the picture. You got Channing Tatum and Glenn Danzig. Here. Ugh, that's a terrible mix. It's, for that picture <laughs> it's the picture I'm looking at, so that's the picture they get to see in their pull, conversation. Pull up just a regular picture of them. Now you do that. Okay. Um, yeah, they fuck. They fuck at her. her she has like a, a 5,000 square foot apartment that's yeah. not finished in any way because... The, the producers of this show decided we're going to shoot on sets that are clearly sets and they're not finished. All the paint looks like shit. It looks like a rush job. It looks like one of my student films. It looks, the set looks god awful. You can tell they did, never finished any detailing on it. And they just went, all right, film our HBO show here. What the fuck? And there's like four pieces of furniture in this whole place. There's a bed. There's a, a solitary red couch out in the living room. There's what else is there? I don't remember any of the furniture actually. There's one of those old beat up ass 1940s style refrigerators with all the fucking grease and rust still on it. Mm-hmm. 
I remember that. And that. That's an appliance. Yeah. That's not furniture. So we still have two. Yeah. But that's all we remember. That was it. I don't remember there, seeing. Was there table. a side table with a lamp? I feel like there was a side table with a lamp. What's to say there was? Because there were some candles inside there. I remember true. that. Some giant yeah. candles. There's always giant candles in these episodes. I don't know. Yeah. My, I, I mean, obviously, I think all of us just kind of, you know, went dead in the brain as soon as she took off her body bag. So here's a higher. He, he looks less Channing Tatumish here. He just looks like yeah. Danzig. Yep, I agree. This is the dream. That's the dream theater guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. He's got a. He's got an awesome setup. He's got it. Dude, he's got it uh, framed in there. Look at that. Yeah. Hold on. One that second. is awesome. Um. Let's not go too mired in the details. There of a picture for the we're podcast. Going, but, the details. Fuck it. But um. He uh. And they fuck. They fuck like crazy. And he's fucking on the bed. And then Jance's wife comes in and delivers him dinner. And I said we're watching porno. And and uh, she didn't question it. She just left the room. Yep. I think the only thing that kept it from being full-blown porno is that they, they zoomed so far back yeah. that you can't see anything. For all we know, they could have taken two pencils with a rubber band and twisted them around and just let them go on the carpet. We wouldn't have known any better. Exactly. And in case you weren't aware that this is a set, we're seeing like 20 feet above the ceiling where that would be. <laughs> we're seeing, and they zoom into the set. It should be not the neighbor's apartment, but the neighbor's neighbor's apartment. Yeah. Like if you're on the roof you... and you can see through the walls like Superman and you look down, you're going to see that. And he fucks her and she turns over and then he gets her up the ass and she's like, take it out of my flesh. Take And I'm waiting for some woman to tell me that. It is yet to happen. How much do you got to pay a woman to have her scream that to you? Um, about tree fitting. <laughs> Never mind. Beat me to it. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Yours is better than mine. <laughs> uh, I just—I never met that woman. I'm not. I'm not hanging in the right alleys, shopping for Lorraine from Back to the Future. I'm not. Roxy. Good Christ, man. Are those uh? What are those up top? They're they're drums. They're like toms, but smaller. No, here. Um. <laughs> Yeah, those are their drums. Are they really? Yeah. <laughs> First, they look like like trucker horns, like. Their <laughs> drums. They're just really small, so they can get that. Is high this necessary? Is this symbol up here necessary? Absolutely. That's that's the the fuck it all uh, symbol right there. You just jump up and just beat the shit out of it. And you notice the four kick drums yeah. underneath. That's ridiculous. Interesting. All right. And then of course the gong in the background because every drum kit needs a gong. That's true. <laughs> That band is not in this episode, unfortunately. Um, nope. We should do an episode about them, though. That'd be more interesting than this. He fucks her. <laughs> he wakes up in silk underwear, and he—I can't tell if he's overweight or fit. I can't quite decide. He's walking around, stumbling around her her shitty apartment, and she comes out of her room with a buzzsaw, like, "Hey, how's it going?" And then, Damn, she, what the fuck was that about? What was she actually even doing in there that? She's like, oh, I just I need to go get it off the charger because I'm gonna. Cut the face off <laughs> yeah, so. that's that's usually the first sign to get the fuck out of dodge, yeah, right? Seriously, like, this guy's like, oh, that's kinky. I'll, I'll stick around. Oh, yeah. The day, you know, the, especially the day after, it's like she walks in with a buzzsaw. That's your cue to get the fuck out, like any way you possibly can. Get out. And go. this is why I, Jansen, earlier you asked what takes it down a notch for me. Like, why didn't I like it? And this mm-hmm. is this is exactly what we're talking about. Is yeah, Tales from, from the Crypt is about shitty people getting shitty things done to them. 
Mm-hmm. Twilight Zone is about immoral or misguided people or or there's a morality tale involved. And this sure. this guy's a piece of shit. He beats women and he loves it. And then he gets his face cut off by a woman. And I was like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not feeling anything about this one way or the other. Yeah, fun fact, this was a face-off prequel. The woman who plays the girl who cut off the face is actually the doctor in the face-off movies. Colm. I'm just making that up. I'm totally fucking kidding. His name is <laughs> Colm. Uh, uh-huh. Yep. You having a stroke? Yeah, okay? that guy. I can't think of his last name. Uh-huh. <coughs> Don't worry, we'll wait. Colm okay. Fjord? Is it Colm Fjord? I think so. Yeah, Fjord? Yeah. Anyway, um, let's look at these drums some more. <laughs> I just, you know, do you know what I mean, though? She, he, he's a piece of shit. Uh-huh. He, he, she gives him a drink, and it's it's full of vague liquid, and she's like, this, will, this it's not the hair of the dog, it's the whole beast, or something like that, and plus yeah, more, and gives it to him, and he drinks it. And, and that's then, not enough of a hint to be like, you know what, maybe I don't take drinks from masked strangers that were just holding a fucking bone saw. That came That's out of the room with the bone most, saw. With most of these episodes go to shit for me is that they 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 try to set something up, mm-hmm. and then they just stop, and then they just throw something at you for shock value. And no, every they time they do that, it makes me angry. They don't throw something at you. They they just take logic and throw it out the fucking window. Yeah, They're and, just and like, I hate eh, that. Like, like that. you can still have horror be be scary and be interesting without being stupid. You know Which what I mean? One would, one would even argue that when when horror is more realistic it's more scary right i mean it's right. not horror, it's not the, horror the and sci-fi more scary yeah like i have i own a lot of horror movies i watch a lot of horror movies i know what scary is and it doesn't necessarily have to be graphic it can be graphic if it's done well you know i mean hellraiser is about one of the most graphic fucking movies there is and i absolutely love it i yeah. love that one it's obscure but things are still set up properly mm-hmm. this these episodes it's like they just they start going somewhere with it and then it's just like and then this gory thing happens, and then t- right. cuts the crypt keeper. And I think I hate that shit. I think what it boils down to me is, I think we touched on this when we watched um, the the movie, right? Is yeah. that horror movies have a set of rules, and as yes. long as they follow those set of rules, they work. What the issue that I have with, and I think everybody has with most of these episodes that we watch, is that they try sometimes to make rules, and then they just don't follow them. Or, or don't make any rules at all, and it's just fucking obscure bullshit. That's what and I was going to say. I just remembered this just now. We kept talking about the, 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 the guy that kept shaking his head and doing the spooky thing. And, what and the fuck was that about? Was that Jeffrey Wright? I don't know. It, it looked like Jeffrey Wright. But it Racist. just – what was that all about? Did, did the I, episode ever explain that? Nope, didn't explain it, but I, I definitely thought it was Theo Huxtable. Jansen, before you said that, I was literally going to say – there's two genres in of movies and and what TV show what the, two genres in general that have to have rules. It's horror and sci-fi. They have to have the rules set up. Otherwise, I, you won't give a shit. You you'll be confused, and it'll suck. It'll just fucking suck every single time. And kind of going off what Adam said after that was that there's nothing set up. What the fuck were the rules? What what was the point of any of this? I don't. She st- ends up being that. That's her real face. The white clown thing is her real face, which holy shit is predictable because he claws at it, like barely, and it, she bleeds. 
And then she turns him over and cuts his face off. That's the end of the fucking episode. The title of the episode gives it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really fuck themselves with the puns, dude. Oh, God. It's It was made in a more simple time where people weren't wise to... I'm ahead of this story. They weren't thinking about that, I think, back in the I'll day. I'll give you that. But I also think it has to come down to the fact that HBO was putting out garbage at the time, too. So... It makes you. I want. I want to know how this show stayed in the air for seven years. <laughs> right. No competition, maybe. I, low competition. I, I don't know. It's probably extremely low budget, right? Oh, clearly, there clearly. Was a draw, right? There was a draw to the to the show. Whether we like it or not, there was an audience that enjoyed it and wanted more of it. So it, it was it was paid subscribers that that had HBO subscriptions that w- w- subscribed HBO so they could watch movies and. Tales from the Crypt was the shit that they put on in between the movies. Right. I mean, it, it bears the same question when it comes to stuff like CBS All Access. Oh, same for that shit. Only, only the people that are watching the Twilight Zone shit. Because there's nothing oh, else. On go fuck that channel. Yeah. So at the time, I'm assuming that this was, you know, it was obviously paid subscription. And this was probably one of the very few things that was worth even looking at on there. I mean, for the names attached, you know, Robert Zemeckis, you know, you you should do way better, man. Fuck. Yeah. Zemeckis and Donner. Uh, no excuse. That this was this was just. I think it was just a ploy for them to make money for more nose candy. That's got to be all there was to it because they they were clearly not. Their hearts were not in this shit. I no, mean, isn't it, that always the goal? And how? I mean, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's just say yes. So, for the sake of the argument, let's yeah. just go think. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to argue that. I, I can't. I can't compete with cocaine. We're just, we're going to lose that battle every single time. So, um, Nick, Nick Cage is living proof of that. That's true. I think I'm going to rename my Nyquil and Cocaine show as uh, I think I told you as um, Quaaludes and Cocaine. Mm. I think I talked about it in a, a previous show, but you just reminded me. Um, okay. Anyway, the this fucking show. I want I wanted to love it when I before I started the show, and now I want to hate it. Mm-hmm. And and what I mean by that is my my, I'm not a big nostalgia guy. Um, I I thought I remember liking the show. That's all I was going off. And now I'm Same. realizing it's it, even if I did like it as a kid, I was dumb as a kid. And now I'm realizing the show's not it's. Eh. And now it makes yeah. me go, I want to hate this episode, but I just find it blah, which is more infuriating than it, hating it. Well, I Watch think it. we're at the point now where we're just looking for something to like. Yeah. You know? Well, now that you're watching it back, you're realizing that it's it's also making you dumb as an adult. So it's, just, <laughs> it's a fucking vicious circle, dude. Yeah. It's a sad state of affairs when we watched the Billy Zane movie and we liked it. Yeah. And we're like, oh, the movie, this is great. As a kid, I didn't like this movie. I didn't like that movie. I hated it. I didn't it. either. Yeah, I liked it more when it got older. I'm like, oh, this is actually entertaining. Like, yeah. this sets things up. It has payoffs and setups. And I mean, they have 90 acting. minutes. But. Yeah. I think that says a lot to the maturity level of, of us as kids and us as adults. Though. I mean, there's there's nuance to the movie. There's there's funny little pieces of it that you would only pick up on as an adult. It's like when you rewatch a, a movie that you saw as a kid. Dude, Demon Knight is a is a drive-in movie. It's 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 something for people to go watch a movie and then go home and fuck later. I mean, it, it's made for teenagers. It, but 
hell if it ain't done well. Like like people who put that movie together gave a shit. People yeah. that were on the set gave a shit. Billy Zane was having a ball on that movie. Oh, definitely. It was, just, it was great. It's got know? William Sadler in it. The movie's great. It had a script that actually did things that made sense. And usually I don't even I didn't even like movies about demons, but that one had like we had it had a set of rules. These episodes don't set anything up. They just do stuff and then cut to the crypt keeper. And I, I hate that when they do that. It's like a slap in the face every time. Do you remember her line in the her, her introductory scene where she said something about skin? And I was like, okay, yeah. They're clearly hint. We called it, yeah. Yeah. And then she unzips her thing and is like, look at my tit, tit sweat. And then he's like, he comes like, Closer, like really? she knew how to draw them in. They must have been so proud about all that tit sweat because they zoomed on on it a few times. When they get back to their house before they start fucking, she like she's sitting there and she's in her underwear, and he comes around behind her and puts his hand her his hand on her shoulder, and they just like zoom in on like three beads of sweat right in her left titty, and so proud. It's just like oh yes, I got it. Glistening that's titty why sweat. we're engrossed in the show. I think. I think that's what drew our attention. In like, ooh. Boom. Actually, what what got us involved was after they fuck and they wake up, and that's when she's giving him the drink, and she came out with the bone saw, and we're just like, what the fuck? Wait, what? What happened? That all of us are silent, and I was like, I, I came to the realization it wasn't the episode that was enthralling us; it was just this particular scene because we're like, where is this gonna go? Like, mm-hmm. I know her face is that. I predict it goes nowhere. <laughs> Had we only known, but <laughs> I mean, I, I was pretty convinced it was going to go. We knew we watched we, it. We were just worried that somebody was going to produce a painting. I'm like, please don't be a painting again. Please oh, don't do evil paintings. They they towed that line. Yeah. They did after she they cuts off like, his we, face. We can do this anytime we want. After, <laughs> it's taunting you, motherfucker. You don't like this episode? What if I bring out a paintbrush and some acrylic yeah, paint? Yeah, here's the paintbrush. Yeah. Okay, shut the fuck up and like the episode. All right, putting this back down. Stay calm. It threatens it's you. It's going to be fine, all right? But it, after she cuts off his face, because he, oh, sorry, he eventually walks into that room where she had the bone saw, sees a bunch of faces there, sees that ghost that's haunting him, that black dude. And, I don't, and Jansen, you mentioned earlier, why the fuck is that ghost there? Yeah. It, it makes no sense. They don't set up any of it. He just, like, has a three-second vision of a dude going, ah. Yeah, which, which he later did in Hassan Haunted Hill. William Malone. Which did. can we also talk about the fact that she's wearing a choker in every scene, and they beforehand had talked about him strangling a girlfriend. And what, what, how much of a better episode would this have been if she had in fact been the dead girlfriend and reveals it at the end and fucking kills him? Like, thank you so like, much for saying you that. just barely missed it. You had it. It was right there. What are you doing? I came you up with a much it. better episode than they did. Mm-hmm. I, I was convinced that's where it was going to go. I assumed that wasn't a real face, but I also assumed because she's wearing a fucking choker all the time, she puts on different colored chokers for depending on her color of her outfit. And I'm like, okay, she's going to be a strangled. He meant they set up that his ex, he choked. And I'm like, here we go. He killed a lady, and it's going to be her. Mm. No. Nope. That would have been so much more entertaining. And, and very Tales from the Crypt, actually. So I'm, I'm amazed they didn't do that. You know what? After this conversation, I'm changing it. I'm I'm going down to a six. You lost a point after we talked. That's where I'm at. So yeah, yeah. It's a it it had promise and it kept us kind of our toes kind of in the water, and then by the time she cuts off his face, 
and then paints it cuts to a paintbrush and we're like no 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 what is she uh, like sealing it in wax i think she's just yeah something just because it was like clear in the like, like what was the point of the face collection what what was just she thank just... you that's where i'm building to what What's the pa- point of painting it? Because it's not sealing it. Because there's cockroaches all over these fucking things. It's not doing Maybe. a goddamn thing. She's not. She acts so proud of them. She has a display case, but there's cockroaches running amok. Oh, in that. Okay, like, like it, this takes you back to Twilight Zone again. Like if this was a Twilight Zone episode, she cut somebody's face off to replace part of her own, or like like regenerate some of her own face. Rules. Nothing. Nope. She just collects faces. She doesn't wear them. She just puts them in a, in, a, in a closet and lets them accumulate bugs and cockroaches and flies. Cool. Fine. Now, it's kind of like that last episode, they, Queen of the Nile, we did. Kind of similar. They could have made this episode much better, leaving it just as is by adding one singular part, which is to give somewhat of a backstory to any of the other faces Anything. in the cabinet Anything. Yeah. and say, hey, these guys were also dickwads, and that's why she's killing them all. She's fucking taking them out. But no, we don't get anything. We don't get any information. It doesn't make any sense. It's useless. Terrible. I would think... Okay, a couple thoughts here as I was watching it. Random thoughts. Mm -hmm. She is stealing faces to put on her own face. That'd be one way to go with it. Right? But But she's stealing men's faces to put over her... They just said they're men's faces. They're not women's faces. And it's just a face. It's not. It's not like a leather face. Yeah. Where no, he steals the whole head, or, yeah. or sews in something. Like even leather face. They explained why he had steal, stolen skin because yes. he's making a mask to wear around. Even that has rules. It's, you know, like very little setup, just enough. And it, so that would be one way to go, and that would kind of make sense to be dumb. But okay, that's where we're going with it. it another way is something. To do with that collection she has. Why is she collecting it? It could be mis- uh, like I couldn't say this word last night because I was way too drunk, but now I can. Some sort of mysticism. <laughs> mysticism. <laughs> I could not say that for the life of me. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Some sort of ritual being involved, why she's doing this, some sort of set like setup that she's part of this cult or you know, something. I it would have ruined the episode as well, but Instead, we're left with bitch has some masks in her in her boudoir and and has them on little pedestal things and just collects them like like I collect hockey pucks. Like, what the <laughs> fuck for? Probably the same reason you collect hockey pucks. For the fuck of it. Yeah. That's not satisfying narratively. No. <laughs> no, but tales from the tip. Crypt doesn't care. They already got your ten bucks. Tales from the tit. I like that. Tales from the tit. <laughs> Dude, this opportunities. In fact, this episode may as well be a misfit song. You know, like like for as much sense as it makes, it's like or Danzig, Danzig, yeah, it, it, or Big Elf, yeah, Big Elf, yeah, because they couldn't afford Danzig, so we got Big Elf. What was worse? And now the answer to this, and this is just for people who listen to both podcasts: the music from Big Elf in tonight's episode, or Jansen. The music from an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Owl Creek Bridge for sure. I'll, yeah. I'll listen to Elf, Big Elf all day and night. Yeah. I can't disagree. Garbage. Oh. I'm looking at the leaves. I look at the bugs on the leaves. What? 
And when I'm looking at the veins on the leaves. On the leaves. <laughs> Doesn't make any fucking sense, dude. Let's no. wrap it up. No. One more hour. <laughs> One more hour. <laughs> the show is it this There's episode. Not to talk about in another hour. <laughs> okay, so Jansen and I are at six, you're at a three. Um I, I just feel like it could have been better, and it definitely could have been much worse. There were some things I was interested in throughout the episode, and it's some shots that were cool. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, I don't know, it didn't drag. It didn't feel like it was three hours long, like some of the episodes. It it started to drag a bit, though, after they woke up. Like, it, it, it meandered pretty bad around that point. Yeah, I would say, if anything, the saving grace of this episode was probably parts of the cinematography. Like you said, there, there were yeah. shots that were, co- that were cool. Yeah. The makeup. I think ahead of their time. Really that's that's sure. why I'm not scoring a lower. Is I like the makeup, and, and I like the fact that it was it almost fake set up something, but then it just decided not to, and it made me angry. That's why I kept yeah. You could tell drama. they had to write it in a way where he had to come up with the idea of, I want to keep this anonymous. Let's fucking keep our masks on. Yeah. And then she gets pissed when he takes his off and tells him, his last name and then it cuts to like a scene after he drinks that stuff where she's like you better be gone by the time i wake up because he starts to get physically abusive after he said i got it all out of me last night and then he starts to like freak the fuck out for some reason and run around her apartment looking at her mail and medicine bottles and everything scratched off and it just says like to occupant and it's and, all and why vague. is that so important to him like, like he had a nice cool halloween fuck story he could have told his buddies got your dick wet after- dip he has to know who she is. Like, why? She's wearing a mask. That was the whole agreement was that they don't take their masks He's off. controlling well, of women. I, I think I think I can understand his, his freak out because you have to look at that part of it from, like, just a normal human standpoint, right? You just fucked this girl, and you wanted to go further. All of a sudden, you feel something, and she won't take off her mask, and she's freaking out at you. And, like, it's got it's gotten weird now. So now you're questioning, okay, what what why is why is she like this? What what did I do or what what's the reason she won't tell me this? So he starts looking around for shit, and that's that ma- that makes sense to me. I actually disagree. Okay, I think the reason they did that is because he starts to freak out on her, going, "I shared this shit. You need to share it with me." He gets really possessive, and he right. feels like he's okay. Owed so this it's like shit. a like a power trip. Kind yeah, of thing. he feels yeah. like she needs to tell him because he's owed this. That makes sense. And because that's his whole character is that he's he's brutal woman. He owns them and he treats them like shit. Gotcha. So he's walking around her apartment going, this fucking bitch won't tell me who she is. I'm going to fucking look through her. But then he starts getting like the side effects of the dose, like whatever she dosed him with. And he starts to fuck. And it's fucking, that goes on too long. That's where it starts to drag a little bit. It's like that part from the Oak Creek whatever bullshit where they were running towards each other for 10 minutes straight showing the same <laughs> You group. love that scene so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucking hate you. Yeah. Okay. Nine. It's fine. I got my thought out, so fuck you. Yeah, okay? <laughs> you. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, I gave it a six. Um, I did do a couple things where I, since if you look behind me, the board is gone. So I had to draw the next few episodes because I will not have any of that shit for about a month. So let's find out where. Sorry, I need to find out where my shit is. Six-sided dice. It's in your butthole. Uh, that'd be a weird spot for computer files, but I mean, if you said you... I need to find out where my shit is, I'm just assuming that it's in your butthole. That's a weird spot. I'm still okay. So <laughs> okay. I drew the next few episodes. So obviously today was only skin deep. Next week I don't have my bingo ball thing, but we drew from it. Next week will be 103. Dig that cat, ellipses, 
He's Real Gone. <sighs> which looks like an episode about magic. Episode Man. after that will be Tales from the Crypt Three. Voodoo Magic Man. Tales from the Crypt Three Thirteen Spoiled, and then after that, Richard chose uh, our Never Go Back Episode Four, Amazing Stories Two Fourteen Blue Man Down. Cool. So that's going to be the next few weeks here, and hopefully until I get the studio up and running. Um, but yeah, we'll get we'll cover those fucking episodes. So hopefully they're not shitty. The next episode's probably going to be shitty. It's magic. Yeah. They're all probably going to be. Let's just watch another movie. <laughs> we'll watch that other demon. There's movie. two on the board. Yeah, it has the, the yet t- to draw. T- we'll, we'll watch the other Tales from the Crypt movie. And I drew new cards for the board before I took it down, and both of them are cartoon episodes. Both of them. It's ridiculous. How about you just take all the cartoon episodes out and burn them? Just burn them all. The cartoon ones are almost the best episodes we watch. Yeah. Okay. It's sad but true. Jeez. These episodes are terrible. Anyway, um, any parting words of wisdom? Anything you guys learned from... Uh, yes, I will never D- buy Tales from the Crypt on Blu-ray or DVD, ever. Not the CV show. I, I think I might go back on hiatus. That's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You gave it a six or a seven originally. You don't get to say that. I know, I know. I, st- I, I learned that yellow... The episode Yellow is looking better and better every week. <laughs> that episode will never so be that's topped. That's what we saw. Yeah, and and a, a very close second was that one with Tim Roth. Was yeah. pretty good. But, but Yellow, Yellow was was it'll was, never be topped because it's not no. a Tales from the Crypt episode. Nope. But that's that's the Owl Creek of this of this series. Yeah, it's just it doesn't belong there, and here it is, and it's just. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Jansen Carlin. And I'm actually Adam Wilcox, not Frank Links. Um, oh, LAWstudios.com. RaisesLostFlix.com for him. Raiders Rays Dragons Rays Radio. No, Frank's not here. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. <sighs> so long, citizens. So long, citizens. Pornhub.com. Are you doing work there? What? Is Adam doing work there? Depends how much you got to spend. Frank told me he has videos on Pornhub. Shut up. But you can't tell you can't tell it's him. No, no, no. And I I hope one day I never I hope every day I never stumble across that on accident. (laughs) And sorry, you're gonna search right after this show, admit it. Well, you're gonna find find it and it's just like a a a handheld camera or, or like phone camera of like an angle where he's sitting and the camera's lower than him and his yeah. dick in his face and that's all you see. <laughs> but and then it's him bent over on a bed in a Hampton Inn getting pegged from behind by his wife and then yeah. you don't know it's him but then you hear a 45 minute story about how the science of aliens didn't match submarines. up. Yeah, submarine story and I'm like, "Oh, oh god." And I have it's to like him. I have to cut my dick off because I can't go near that shit again. I can't be trusted. Love you, Frank. So long, citizens.